you can be seated, please, while you're doing so. Uh, turn your Bibles, please. Uh, this morning I've, I've been Philippians chapter 4. I'm going to start there in just a moment. But before I do, I want you to listen to some things. I, I was going through some, uh, just some literature I had and reading some things. Listen to this. It's easy enough to be pleasant when life flows on like a song. But the man worthwhile is a man with a smile when everything goes dead wrong. Another one I found so it says, So when you are discouraged and feeling a little blue, take a look at an oak tree and see what a nut can do. <laughs> I like that one, amen? One man said, Sometime when you're feeling important, sometime when your ego is in bloom, sometime when you take it for granted, you're the best qualified in the room. Sometimes when you feel you're going, well, when you're going leaves an infallible hole, just try this simple experiment and see how it humbles your soul. Take a bucket and fill it with water. Stick your hand up to your wrist. Pull it out. The hole that's remaining is a measure of how much you'll be missed. That's the truth. Philippians chapter 4. I got a real blessing. I want to be a blessing to you today. In Philippians chapter 4, I'm going to begin to read in verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have been both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at the last your care of me has flourished again, wherein you were also careful, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in respect of all, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am there to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to, to abound. Everywhere and in all things I'm instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth me. Father, we pray in Jesus' name today if there's somebody here that just needs a blessing just to understand that you take care of us no matter what. You're such a blessing to us. And we need a satisfied soul today. We ask you to learn how to do it through thy word today. Let the Holy Spirit deal with us now through thy word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to notice something here, if I can, please. In verse 11, Paul says, For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content." Now, my message today is contentment. How to learn to be content. I believe content is a word or a place that all people strive for in this life. Although many don't ever get there, they don't ever get to that place of contentment. Contentment means peace of mind. Not to worry. At ease with oneself. 
Now, I've learned there are some things that are necessary for a person to have contentment. Number one is to know who is in charge. Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, the Bible says, Proverbs 16 and verse 7, the Holy Spirit used him to write these words. Listen to him. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Now, when you finally learn that God is in charge, uh, you are learning to be content. God brought you into this world. God takes care of you while you're in this world. God leads you and guides you in this world, and God will take you out of this world. Now, second thing, you'll never be content with yourself until you get a good, solid education. Now, show me a person who drops out of school, who doesn't go any further in his education, and I'll show you a person that's never content or never satisfied with himself. Now, I'm talking this, I want you to understand something, which means never stop learning. You ever, you ever meet a know-it-all? I mean, I, I used to have a young man who come to this church, and he was back at the elders, uh, some of the elders, they all standing around back there, he was a young man, and he was telling all the things he'd done. I've graduated from this, and I've graduated from that, and I've done this, and i got this degree, and he carried on. And one of the elder men looked at him, and he said, Son, if you'd done all those things, you'd be 105 years old. Now, I want to give you something. Uh, if you learn, if you ever come to the place, you don't know it all. What I'm saying is be ever learning. Learn something every day. That's contentment. Learn something about God every day. I, I, you know how many times I read I don't even know myself how many times I read this Bible from one page to the other all the way through, not missing a word. In fact, if I think I miss a word, I back up and read it again to be sure I got it all. And I read it over and over and over again. And every once in a while, the devil will say to me, you've got it all now. You don't need to read it again. And I'll start reading again. I, there it is again. I find something new. I find something good all over again. I want to learn all the time from God. I want to learn every day of my life. And a person is never content if he thinks he knows it all. You need to learn every day. Thirdly, you'll never be content until you set yourself some goals in life and reach for them. What do you want to be in life? Where do you want to be in life? What status in life do you want for yourself? Now, it's time to decide. Romans chapter 1, verse 14, verse 12 says, So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Now, the first time I ever read that and understood it, that I must give an account of myself. Number one, listen to me. I get to give account. I got to give an account to God for me, not for somebody else. Man, it scared me to death. Now, also, I must give an account uh, myself for everything I do. Daddy can't do it for me. Mother can't do it for me. My teachers can't do it for me. 
I have to answer for myself. And when you come to that place, you're beginning to decide for yourself. What do you want to for your life, uh, yourself out of this life? Whatever it is, you'll answer for it yourself. You can't blame somebody else for your doings. You got to think that you're the one that answers for what you become. Number four, you'll never be content until you learn not to let anyone rob you of your joy. Proverbs 16, verse 7 8. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. Dr. Bob Jones, Sr., used to say, Just do right. Just do right. You'll always be a happy person if you always just do right. Do right by God. Do right by others. Do right by yourself. And you'll always be content with yourself. Now, going back to this word content. To be content with yourself, you have to know some things. Number one, recognize your righteousness. Did you know that plastic surgeons, I was reading this the other night, tells us many people who have uh, facelifts, many people who have cosmetic surgery on their bodies, tummy, tummy tucks, and nose surgeries, are still, they're still not satisfied with themselves when they look in the mirror. Beautiful women, handsome men, often cannot stand themselves uh, exorate people that don't eat or, or still think of themselves as fat. And you could go on and on. What I'm saying is you've got to recognize where is your happiness? Now, everybody wants three things out of life that they're, if they're honest with themselves to be content. Number one is significance. I want to count for something. Amen. I don't want to go through life and end up at the end of my life as just nothing. Nothing to show for it. Second thing is sufficiency. In other words, stand on your own. Don't have to depend on someone else. Number three is security. I'm going to be all right no matter what may come. That's security. Having these three is which where comes contentment. All right, let's go through them real quickly. Number one, significance. Now, here's what gives me significance. I know I'm a child of God. I've been bought by the blood of Jesus Christ. I am what I am by the grace of God. Romans 4, verse 6 and 7 says, Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works, saying... Uh, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sins. You know what? Where, notice something. Whether you believe it or not, I'm something else. And whether you believe it or not, if you're a child of God today, you're something else. I want to give you something. You're important. When you... Uh, somebody says, nothing can take that away from me. I'm a child of God. 
That's significant. I'm a child of the King. Amen? That's significant. I praise God every day I get up. I'm, I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God. I belong to my God. Amen? I don't belong to the devil. I was reading something the other day where it said an atheist, uh, when he gets blessed, uh, he's the most miserable person in the world because he ain't got nobody to share it with. You get it? He had no God. When I get blessed, I praise God for it. Amen? I thank God for it because I'm a child of the King. Significance. Number two, I have all I need in Christ Jesus, my Lord, and my Savior. Everything that I am or ever will be in Jesus, Jesus gives it to me. Jesus is my sufficiency. Listen now. Salvation of my soul, Jesus gave it to me. Love in my heart, Jesus gave it to me. Food on my table, Jesus gave it to me. Clothes on my back, Jesus gave it to me. Uh, Money in the bank, Jesus gave it to me. Health in my body, Jesus gave it to me. What I'm saying is, I can't do this on my own. You ever hear somebody say, I'm a self-made person. Biggest liar in town. You could be in the hospital flat on your back. Amen. Only by the grace of God that you're anything and have anything. He gives you the strength. He gives you the help. He gives you everything that you need. That's thirdly and lastly, and I want you to get this, security. Security. Noah and the ark is a type of security. I love the types and figures in the Bible. I know that I'm safe. Somebody says, are you worried about a dying preacher? Are you worried about bad things happening to you? Let me show you something. Are you worried about losing your salvation? Uh, you, ever read, you ever talk to these people? I once was saved, but now I lost my salvation. I used to be happy in the Lord, but now I'm sad and I lost my salvation. Let me, let me show you a beautiful picture of salvation. Go back to Noah in the ark. Did you know that Noah might have fell down in the ark, but he never fell out of the ark? Let that sink in for just a minute. He's safe in the ark. My salvation is not in me. It's in Christ Jesus. And as long as I'm in Christ Jesus, I am saved. And He will never let me go. Now, that's security. I, somebody said, Preacher, do you worry about your health? Do you worry about your... You finance it. I am secure. If I lose everything on the face of this earth, I ain't care. God still cares. But I do know this. Jesus owned the cattle of the thousand hills. He owns the hills besides that. Everything in this world, my Jesus owns it. And He said, I will take care of you. You might fall down. You might have trouble. But you're still secure because you'll never fall out of my hands. I know Jesus loves me and He will always love me. You know why? Not because somebody told me, but because the Bible told me. Listen to this for just a minute. Here's some wonderful... I I go to these verses all the time and read them for myself. I'd like to read them to you. Listen to it. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not His own Son but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? 
Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God who also maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's security. Amen? It's not the bank. It's not the doctors. It's not the lawyers. It's Jesus. And I am secure in Him. That's contentment. In the hospital the other day, my wife was going through a very hard time in bed and I was in her room taking care of her and the nurse came in and doctors came in and was talking to us and one of them they had been watching I had been taking care of my wife and, and, and just smiling, laughing, talking with the doctors and nurses and everything they said you beat anything I've ever seen in my life the way that you can handle all this stuff she said we see it every day, but we've never seen anybody. And they made this statement. I didn't do it. They said, we've never seen anybody like you that can handle the things that you're handling in your life right now. That's contentment. That's where it all comes from. I got security. I got significance. I got everything that I need in Jesus. And that's what I want to give everybody. I want everybody to have the same Jesus I got. I want everybody to enjoy the same joy. I'm not going to let you steal my joy. Amen? You ever ask somebody, how you doing today? Don't do that to some people because they'll tell you. It ain't good. Never good. Amen? It's always something bad. I mean, one time I'd like to ask somebody, how you doing in here? Boy, it's going great today. I've been blessed today. Amen. Give the glory to God. I'm, I don't care what's going on around me. I'm still going to be alright. Because Jesus is the one in control. And He can take care of it. And I challenge anybody in this world, I don't care if you're listening on, on YouTube or a podcast or here in person today, as you listen to me and you listen to the Word of God, I can prove to you from the Word of God, if you will trust Jesus and Him alone to take care of you, He'll do it. He'll save your soul. He'll take care as you go through this life. And you'll come out on the other side. And you'll be a glorified person in heaven one of these days with a brand new body in Christ Jesus. What a day that's going to be. But until then, He'll give you the strength to do whatever's necessary. Amen? That doesn't mean you're not going to have heartaches. That means you ain't going to have pain. But what it does mean that you can handle it. And God's good. Always. Stand with me, please. Father, 
I pray in Jesus' name that you'll bless us today as your people. And I do pray that someone down in our heart will say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I haven't asked you to save me like the Bible says in Romans 10, 13. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But I'm willing to do it today and trust you. I need your help in my life. I ask you to do so. Bless us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to sing a song of invitation, please. What page is that? What? Page 17. I want you to listen to the word. We were going over this little, little